Hi, and welcome to The Research Room, a space to make research by the people for the people. And so today, what I want to do, um, I'm going to be doing a few different things. Um, so first, <clears throat> I want to maybe call this something. Um, I haven't really been calling this anything. This is just kind of the podcast, but I think I'm going to go ahead and start putting a name to this. Uh, and I'll explain why uh, I'm choosing this name. There's also like room for changing this, of course, um, but I want to try this out, see if it works. Um, so what I want to do is I want to call uh, this podcast Falsifiable Fridays. And so um, falsifiable, um, I know it sounds like it means like uh, I'm trying to make like things fake or like something like that, um, but actually like in research it has an actual meaning. Um, and so that meaning is to be able to, um, I mean, it has to be something that is, you can prove wrong. Um, so sometimes we have claims um, and we're allowed to have claims, we're allowed to have opinions and things like that, of course. But when it comes to science, um, we have to be thinking in the terms of falsifiability. And so if something is falsifiable, that means you can prove it wrong. You can get evidence to show that something is wrong. And so um, that's the whole point of like research. That's the whole point of uh, why I'm talking about the things that I'm talking about is because I want you to be able to think, is this something that is, I mean, more or less right or wrong? I mean, it's very simply put, but like, um, and of course, there's like more complexity to do it. But that's the whole reason like why we're here is for me to give you um, some like good pieces of information. Great. Maybe you can apply them. Maybe you can't apply them. Um, but regardless, um, you should be able to think for yourself. Like, is this something that works for me or not? Is this something that I think will work for my friend or not? And how do you think about that? Is it something that scientists have claimed uh, that um, actually has evidence with it? Or is it just something that you're thinking um, that has no basis um, for anything and also couldn't even be proved or disproved? So um, that is the title here, Falsifiable Fridays. It also has a nice little um, acronym to go along with it. Um, and in the, very much in the sense of, um, of science uh, that has uh, very crazy sounding like titles and things like that. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, stick with that tradition. And falsifiable is going to stand for for articulating legitimate science into free information about beneficial learnable evidence. And hopefully everything there really does encapsulate like what I'm trying to do here. So uh, with that, I'm going to go ahead and start. Um, because today we're going to talk about habits. Um, so um, last week we talked about habits like very generally, but this week I want to apply this to the domain of like food and diet and physical activity. Um, and so here um, I'm going to be talking about um, how habits um, are related to um, losing weight. And I mean, the big thing here is yes, habits uh, are definitely like one of the best ways to, to go about um, losing weight. Um, it's hard, of course, right? It's gonna take some time. It's not gonna be as fast as you might want, but if you do wanna lose weight, then um, habits would be the way to go uh, as far as um, actually losing weight in the first place and then keeping that weight off. Um, if you can develop a habit, that's gonna really help you to get there. So that's, that's the, uh, basically the uh, summary of the article um, that I am talking about today, but 
with that, there's so many other things. Um, there's uh, some specifics, of course, that um, have come out uh, with like the write-up and the visual abstract and other things that I'm doing um, uh, on the website. But um, what I want to do here is I want you to guess of all the methodologies that were used, of all the different interventions that were used, what do you think is going to be the most effective? And then I want to pose some questions. Um, I don't necessarily 100% uh, agree with all the claims that are here, um, even though this is, I mean, this has been a falsifiable thing. This is something that has gotten evidence to, uh, to support some of its claims, but there's other claims that like, I don't know if we can quite um, uh, get along with just yet. And so <clears throat> I wanna pose those questions. Um, and so also maybe you can start to think like, oh, like what are some of the things that I should be thinking about um, when it comes to research uh, and applying this to my own life? So um, first, I want to uh, talk through three different interventions. Um, so this was a series of, um, not a series, this was a, a summary of five different articles, um, so five different studies. And so they use different methods and different interventions for these. Um, I'm going to talk about three of them, and I want you to guess which one is going to be uh, the most effective. And so, I guess maybe even before I do that, um, I do want to say, um, I do know that weight is a very sensitive issue. Um, and like, it should be just kind of given where we are in time right now, um, with society very much dictating like how we should look, um, with society also dictating how we should feel about how we look, right? So all those things, um, there's a lot of social pressure for all of that. There's a lot of judgment that goes along with that. So it makes it very sensitive. Um, that is, that's just kind of like, how we are living in this day. Um, what I do want to say is <clears throat> uh, there's two different ways to like look at this at least. Um, one would be like, yes, you can be very accepting of like where you are in life and like you can feel good about yourself and like that is all great. Um, but I don't want to uh, also say like that you shouldn't ever want to lose weight. Like I'm not here to, to dictate that for you. Um, if you are someone that feels like you want to lose weight and for whatever reason, right? Like all of your reasons could be valid, right? So um, I want to say like, as uh, in, in addition to like accepting where you are, if you also feel like losing weight might be something that is like just a part of like your journey, whether that is in life, whether that's in health, whatever, um, go ahead and do that. Um, if you feel like losing weight might like just make you feel better um, about yourself or whatever, like that's also great, right? Like if you if you can do something to like raise your self-esteem and like be more confident in yourself and you can like move around a little bit better, like whatever it is, right? That you're thinking in your head that, um, that, that you wanna lose that weight for, um, you should be able to do that. Um, hopefully nobody shames you either way for not losing weight or for wanting to lose weight. Um, so I just want to say that uh, from, from the get-go, um, that this is definitely a sensitive thing. This is only for the people that like want to um, do this like within themselves. Um, if you want to lose weight, these would be some of the ways. And so um, the three different ways here, um, <clears throat> when it comes to habits, one thing that you can do is you can start a new habit. The second thing would be to break an old habit. And then the third thing would be to do both. And so I'll go through each of these, um, at least like kind of briefly. And then I want you to be able to guess what do you think is going to be the most effective as like according to, to research here. So when it comes to starting a new habit, um, what people had to do in this case was that they wanted um, the researchers, wanted the participants to just try as many things as possible and do them uh, repeatedly. 
Um, so um, out of a set of 10 different things that they could do, um, just throughout the week, do these as, uh, as much as possible. And so some of those uh, examples might include um, eating reduced fat foods, walking 10,000 steps a day, um, standing up for 10 minutes every hour, being mindful while eating, um, or eating uh, five por portions of fruits and vegetables. And so all of these potentially would lead to losing weight. And so instead of just like do one of these as much as possible, um, you want to try to do uh, as many of these as possible and really build that habit. Um, don't just like do it for a little bit and then give up um, or think that like, oh, none of this is helping, like stick with it and um, see if you can kind of make this more of an automatic thing in your life. <laughs> Okay, so then um, that's all of the first option. The second option is to break an old habit. And so here, um, what they wanted people to do was um, they uh, wanted people to get like creative. Um, so if you if you're in a habit, right, like you're kind of stuck in the same kind of motions all the time. Um, so how do you break that is do something different, <laughs> um, which is just um, uh, like some uh, of the uh, things that people could have done um, they could have like if they have to drive to work every day maybe take a different route um, maybe if you maybe if you want to like donate um, actually like go ahead and donate to like some charity like go ahead search uh, a charity out donate to them and uh, that's something that's like just I mean not something that you are uh, habitually doing right and you're not just doing that every single day um, potentially probably um so go ahead like do those things um and so with that um you you want to be able to um just like uh get anything that uh, shifts the energy here um uh instead of doing the same thing over and over and over again go to work um come back do whatever uh, that was right like uh, sneak some other things in there um and that'll help you break that old habit that helps us like re remind ourselves that like, hey, we're like, we're not just like X, Y, and Z. Um, we also have all these other interests and all these other things that we are capable of and like all of that, right? So all those other thoughts go into that and help you break that habit whatever other habits that you, you might've had before. You can start to think that like, oh, like maybe, um, maybe, uh, maybe I don't need to be living life uh, the way that I have been. So then uh, the last uh, option here is to do both. And so if you do both, then um, one of the biggest things that you can do is like really change your environment, right? That's going to help you both create a new habit because um, like you're in a new space, you have other like options, things like that. Um, and then also that helps you break an old habit because I mean, the different cues that you had before are no longer there. So if you're changing your environment up, um, you and especially like in this kind of sense, um, you want to make sure that you are creating an environment that um, make sure that you uh, are reducing any cues uh, for like sitting down or, or like things like that, right? Um, you want to um, have cues like help you like get up and get going. Um, maybe that is also to maximize like whatever like eating like habits that you want to develop. So that could be like just making things convenient for you, um, that things are, are nearby and make sure that you have like your refrigerator, like well stocked or whatever. Um, so uh, that's the last option is uh, to do both. And so um, here, um, when it comes to what was actually the most effective, um, hopefully like you've, you've thought about this a little bit uh, while I've been talking. Um, and I, I think like maybe maybe you think like oh it's obviously both right um, you want to you want to start a new habit you want to break an old habit um, actually that's not the case um, in in this uh, study at least um, 
and through these five different studies, um, they didn't find that uh, it was it was doing both. They they found that all three of these were equal, equal at least like statistically speaking. Um, yes, of course, there's little differences, but those differences don't really amount to anything that is different, uh, at least not on average. So you could do any three of these, and they would, um, I guess, hypothetically, they would give you uh, the same uh, kind of results. Um, but do you really agree with that, right? Um, <clears throat> I think there's maybe a case for it that like, if you do any of these three things, then probably you're doing the other as well. So like, if you're starting a new habit, you're probably also breaking an old habit. If you're breaking an old habit, you're probably also starting a new habit. Like all these things kind of go together. Um, so maybe it doesn't really matter other than maybe you have a preference for yourself. Maybe just your mind works in a way that uh, makes you think that like, oh, like I can be very motiv motivated to start a new habit or maybe you're very motivated to break an old habit, whatever, right? Um, try something out and hopefully it works. Um, <clears throat> so uh, that, I mean, that's what they found, right? Um, but I, of course, like I wanna pose that question. It's the first of my questions. Um, I'll only have three um, just to keep this a little shorter, but just uh, to also get your mind kind of going. There's plenty of other questions that you can ask, of course. Um, but the first question for me was definitely, like, can I believe that? Like, that uh, th these effects are really just the same. Um, and I would say probably not, actually, um, just because there's so much more that we need to do uh, within the science to really have uh, a more conclusive answer here. Um, biggest thing is there's only five studies here. So you need quite a few more studies um, to be able to figure out um, on average, is it better to do one way or another or both? And so that's, um, I mean, I, I don't know if I could really put a number on, on what that might mean. It's going to depend on um, how much the scientists like want to do something similar to other scientists. Um, if everyone is doing the exact same thing over and over and over again, um, you probably don't need that many studies um, to see like, oh, okay, like this is this is what the effect is. This is how reliable this is. Um, but then if scientists are doing something very different from study to study, then you probably need quite a few. Um, and so that kind of brings me to my second question here. Um, <clears throat> there's so many different things that you can do. When it comes to starting a new habit, like even the the new um, or the interventions that I was talking about, um, there's uh, you could walk um, and you could get your ten thousand steps. Um, I mean, you could also run and get your ten thousand steps, right? Like that in itself, uh, just that one habit has variation. Um, you could you could not really do either of those. You could be like just kind of an active person uh, throughout your day. Like maybe maybe you're like a chef or something, and like you have to be like standing and like you're walking all the time and like going back and forth and like uh, maybe you're even going to see like um, some of the the guests that are there to eat. Um, like there's there's so many different things that potentially could could uh, get you to ten thousand steps. Then there's all the other things, right? There's all the other like, are you gonna pick like eating something different? Um, and those fruits and vegetables that say maybe it's like um, for standing uh, for 10 minutes every hour like I'm sure each of these will contribute um, and probably some combination of these um, will, will get you to, to lose the weight that you need to lose um, but is there like an optimal combination here like that would be such a great thing to know right um, probably it's going to depend on the person as well, right? And so that's another question uh, on top of this, which would be just like, 
for who does this work for? Um, is it, uh, so like, let's say you're someone who's more introverted. Um, maybe that just like means that you're going to be walking less, right? Like you're just, I mean, unless you have like a huge house or something and, and you're able to like walk a lot um, compared to someone who's more extroverted and like is also going to be probably more sociable and like going to like actively like seek out like other people to talk to and things like that. Um, so uh, as you can see, like there, I mean, there's quite a bit of like variation here. Um, when it comes to breaking habits, there's going to be quite a bit of uh, variation as well, right? Everyone has different habits. Um, maybe one person has a habit of like eating chips versus like cookies versus like, um, I don't know, maybe they're always eating eat, uh, meat. Um, so like, what, <laughs> what is it? Um, and this uh, research does not show that. Um, all it's saying is that like, these are some general principles. Um, and probably if you do something, um, it's going to work. But um, we haven't yet like maximized those. And we don't know, like maybe there's a, uh, some combinations that really just don't work. Um, there's not enough depth here um, to know that. And that you also need to have like more studies in order to like really figure that out. Then uh, the last question that I'm going to have is um, kind of going back to this idea of like, for who like does this actually like matter? Um, one huge thing would be the idea of age. And so for these five studies, <laughs> um, they're really only, I mean, whether they are or aren't, um, we really should only be making claims about the people, uh, the ages that are in this study. And so in this study, the average age was anywhere from around 40 to 60. And so that is that is a very like specific time in life. And I would even say like within that 40 to 60 range, like there's quite a bit of variability. Um, someone who's 40 versus 60, someone who's 60 is probably like either retired or on the verge of retiring versus someone who's 40 who's like, I mean, you still have some time <laughs> to go until you're able to actually retire. So um, those, those lifestyles are going to be somewhat different. But then even going beyond that, right? Um, if someone who's 70 or 80 or someone who is in their 20s, um, huge amounts of variability that go into that. So these kinds of factors would also funnel into our results here. Um, we would need more evidence to be able to see, is there any difference between someone who's 20 years old and tries these exact same things versus someone who's 40 versus 60 versus 80? Um, I think it's like somewhat safe to say that I mean, probably if you do something like this, like it's going to help. But again, it's, it's this idea of like, I mean, we don't want to waste other people's time with this, right? Like we don't want to say like, hey, do these things. Like research shows that like, if you do this, you're going to lose weight. Um, it's going to depend. It's going to depend on all these other factors that are going on here. And so that's going to um, also go into like, I mean, I mean, this whole idea of like stability in, in someone's life, right? Like someone who's 40, 50, 60, I mean, they're in a fairly stable, like on average, um, they're going to be more stable than someone who is probably in their 20s. Um, and it's just like, I mean, doing things for the first time in their life. Um, they're moving around, they're, they're going to, to college potentially there um, or starting their first job or like things like that, right? <laughs> um, they're just that much more also influenced by um, other people that are around them. Um, they're starting to make their like friends that are potentially going to be there for the rest of their lives and things like that so um yeah i mean you with all those kinds of things like the things you might be eating i mean there's also like the, your literal metabolism that is that fluctuates across time um of course these things are going to matter and so they're going to have some sort of like 
interchange with um, these these behavioral things that we're asking of people um, when it comes to uh, starting breaking habits. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's the basic thing here. Um, and I, I'm going to try this format out a few times. I'm going to see if it works out. And uh, I mean, the basic thing is like always with all of these things, I, I hope that you're like thinking uh, about like, is this something that I actually like can trust here? Um, and I mean, there's no simple answer, unfortunately. Like this is like, there might be some times where it's like a, a very like black and white sort of thing. Like, yes, I can trust this. No, I can't trust this. Um, but unfortunately, like it usually falls somewhere in the middle. Um, research is not something that is uh, just like giving you the answers, um, unfortunately, again, right? Um, we want those answers. We want to know how to live our lives. Um, but I mean, it, it, this, uh, as I've already like kind of shown here, uh, and I'll, I'll continue to show, there's always going to be all these other factors that might be changing this. Um, and so we should be thinking about that. And then at some point, it's either like there, there's enough evidence here. This is enough like my own life. This is enough like the, the kind of things that I want to do that I think it's going to be beneficial. And then for others, it's not going to be like that. And hopefully scientists are always paying attention to these kinds of things as well. That doesn't always happen, but hopefully that is the case. <clears throat> and so um, with that, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. Um, thank you. Thank you for your time. Um, I am going to be continuing with habits um, for the next couple of weeks. Um, next week, I'll be talking about um, positive psychology interventions um, and how that might, um, again, interact with this idea of like habits and like lifestyle changes. Um, and then I'm going to end with social media use and uh, the habits that are there and hopefully also how we can start to like break some of those habits if they are there. And so um, everything that I do, um, you can go ahead and find on our website, which is roomforresearch.com. And then we also have uh, everything on social media, which is at Room for Research. And so with that, uh, thank you for your time again, and I will see you next week. Bye for now.